welcome. The Division of Career Pathways launched the following podcast episode in order to educate and support UCI students and alumni with their professional endeavors. Visit our site at career.uci.edu for additional resources. For the job, for the job and internship search. Um, my name is Paige Garcia Franzese, and I'm the sales recruiting manager at Gallo Wine Company. So before we begin, um, would love to have you guys all sign in. Um, if you just open up the camera on your phone, I think we're all pretty familiar with how QR codes work now. Um, but just face the camera in front of the QR code image here, and then just enter in your basic contact information. Um, this is a way for us to stay in contact with you in the future and send you any um, updates or things like that on application deadlines for our company. So I'd first like to introduce myself. Again, I'm Paige Garcia Franzese, Sales Recruiting Manager at Gallo Wine Company. I met Gallo at a career fair on campus uh, when I was attending the University of Arizona. Um, haven't looked back since. I've been with the company now for three years. I got my Bachelor of Science in Business Administration um, with my major being management. Um, so it played very well into the role that I'm in today, um, going through the sales leadership development program. I did my time as a sales representative, um, also as a district manager, and now uh, a sales recruiting manager. Uh, my favorite Gallo brand, hands down, is the High Noon Hard Seltzer. Love it. Um, I also added my LinkedIn QR code here if you guys want to stay connected. So what we're going to be going over today, I'm going to give you guys a brief overview of Gallo and our company, um, but then we're going to dive into best practices for the job and internship search, which is why you guys are all here today. And then we'll save a little bit of time at the end so I can share our job opportunities with you all. We have our sales leadership development program for seniors, and we have our sales internship program for juniors. Um, and we'll also have some time at the end for some question and answer. All right, so a bit about us. Ian J. Gallo Winery started with two brothers and a dream. We were founded in 1933 by Ernest and Julio Gallo. Ernest was in charge of sales and marketing. You can see him in the black and white picture to the right, pointing at all those cases of wine. And Julio oversaw the winemaking. He's to the left in the vineyards. They had some friendly brotherly competition where Ernest bet that he can sell more wine uh, than Julio could make. And in turn, Julio bet that he could make more wine than Ernest could sell. So fast forward over 80 years later, we are now the largest family owned and operated winery in the world, fully integrated winery, state of the art distillery. And we've had four generations of Gallo family members working for the winery that believe that family ownership is the way forward. We are completely vertically integrated. Um, this allows us to stay innovative. Um, we have our vineyards and growers, wineries, distilleries, um, marketing, digital and creative, glass production, research, you name it. We, we really do it all here at Gallo. Um, and we lead each day um, with our six core values, integrity, respect, humility, innovation, commitment, and teamwork. We are on a hot streak five years in a row um, on Glassdoor for best places to work. I really do believe this is because of our family life culture. 
Um, extremely family oriented, given that we are family owned. So that feeling is instilled from the top down, fast paced, collaborative emphasis on diversity, inclusion and belonging and focus on professional and personal development. These are just some of our many accolades and awards and our recognition, all due to the commitment to our people, business performance, diversity, inclusion and sustainability. Um, we do believe that everyone is family. So we had tons of COVID-19 relief and disaster relief. Our number one volume brand, Barefoot, donated over $300,000 to CORE. Um, and we donated over a million dollars to the, Calif the California wildfire recovery effort. As you can see, um, we have a very diverse portfolio. We have wine that comes in all shapes and sizes. You can get wine in a box, wine in a can, so many different types of flavors and offerings. And with that, we wanna have the most diverse consumer base and that there's a gala wine or product on every table in America, every table in the world, so we can be there for everyone's celebrations. But really, how do we do that? We have to have the most diverse talent. Um, to create these brands, promote them and sell them. That is how we're gonna have the most diverse products and then in turn have the most diverse consumers. So it all comes full circle. All right, so what you guys are all here for today, career planning. This is hands down such an exciting time in all of your lives. Um, so I wanna really break this down in a way that's easy and digestible for you all. And this is the career development process. Step one is self-discovery, two, exploration, three, skill development, and four, the job search. And we'll take a deep dive into each of these steps, but this is how it's broken down. So let's start with self-discovery. You have to get to know yourself first before you look for any job or opportunity out there. Think about what are your skills? What are your passions and your interests? What do you enjoy doing? What brings you happiness? And what are your values? Um, Self-assessments are vital to better understanding ourselves before we enter in our job search. So what do you care about? When you are researching companies, um, you wanna first know what your values are, and then in turn, look for jobs that have those same values that you embody. So company values. Um, financial compensation and benefits, opportunity for career advancement, diversity and inclusion initiatives, local community um, contributions, sustainability efforts, training and development, interest in industry and personal growth. Um, you know, some people only have like three of these that are important to them, but it's really important to target those. Find your top three things that are really important to you. And then in turn, go look for careers and opportunities that have those same offerings. Job exploration, get familiar with various industries. Just go on LinkedIn and see what's out there. There's so many different roles, organizations, and then find out who those industry leaders are and connect with some professionals. Have those informational interviews. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's just reaching out with a bit with a professional in that industry and just asking them some questions, getting to know what the company is like, what the company culture is, um, you know, what are their sustainability efforts, um, what are their DNI efforts, um, and just ask, have your questions prepared and just get to know a lot of information. You are the interviewer in that case. 
um, and then internships and volunteer work. Um, join clubs that pertain to the industry. Um, so if you're interested in sales, find a sales club on campus. Um, if you're if you're interested in entrepreneurship, like get involved in, in an organization that has um, that. So that would be my best advice to you there. Exploration resources, like I mentioned, LinkedIn is amazing. Probably my favorite um, uh, website to use, um, but there's also Forbes that have a ton of amazing articles on there and Glassdoor. Um, all three, very useful, but in also in addition to that, go to the employer websites, see, like explore those, see what's on there. Um, meet with campus recruiters. I'm a campus recruiter myself. We are on campus a lot and we have so many virtual offerings as well. Connect with those people on LinkedIn. Um, chances are they will respond to you and set up a time to meet and have those informational interviews with you. We're always happy to do so. Glassdoor top 100 companies and CEOs. I would take a look at that list as well. See what's on there. Forbes top employers by state. Um, Gallo's ranked number 10 in California, um, but they do this for every single state. Um, so you can see maybe if you're wanting to relocate and move out of California and go somewhere else, you can see what those offerings are. Um, talk with peers, um, industry professionals, start building your network and that includes your peers on campus. Um, there's LinkedIn, Indeed and seminars you can also join. So the third step is your skill development. You need to start really honing in on uh, what skills do you already have and how can you build off of those? What skills do you need to be successful in the field that you wanna go into? And what skills would make you stand out in that applicant pool? So focus and invest in your personal and professional development. Um, and you can even do so on LinkedIn Learning. They have subscriptions that you can um, buy and so much insightful information out there that's at your fingertips. So before you start the job search, I would encourage everyone to create some SMART goals. Not just any goals that are broad, but making those SMART goals. They're specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So you wanna make sure that you're being very specific. So set real numbers and real deadlines. You don't want to just say, you know, I want to find a job by the time I graduate. Be specific. What is the job that you want? Or what are the top three that you're really looking to get after? And then measurable. You want to make sure your goal is trackable. Um, so making sure um, you maybe add a, how many applications you want to send to that in order to get that goal and have those top three jobs or top three internships. Um, but you want to make sure it's attainable and realistic. Work towards a goal that is challenging, but possible. You do want to challenge yourself um, and be honest with yourself. You know, you know you and what you're capable of and time bound. Give yourself a deadline, set a date, set a time that you want to have that goal completed by. So three main takeaways here. Um, use your networking community around as a resource. Lean on your professors, lean on your career advisors, lean on your student organizations. They're all here to help you. And recruiters, I've also realized in this job, we are career coaches as well. We're here to help you guys. 
whether that is going to lead you to our company or give you a foot in the door to another, we're happy to help you look at your resume, give you some tips and tricks, always happy to help. So ask questions, join those clubs and organizations that are going to set you up for success in the industry that you want to work in. Attend seminar seminars, be eager to learn um, and, and get those internships under your belt. Uh, Create SMART goals, like I mentioned, to hold yourself accountable and challenge yourself. Now is time to take risks and get comfortable with failure. Um, we always say, like, you hear no a lot more than you hear yes. So get comfortable and you're, you might not get every opportunity that you go out and seek out, but that's okay. You'll learn so much each time you do it and build that experience. And start today. Your future is so important. So sit down and set some SMART goals right away. All right, so how to sell yourself in a digital age. We're seeing right now that we're slowly but surely getting back to in-person, but you still might have some virtual interviews. Um, a lot of companies are still doing the hybrid approach. So how can you sell yourself through a screen? So I'm gonna start by letting you guys know what employers look for. Successful employees are natural leaders, competitive, effective communicators, coachable and eager to learn, results-oriented, committed to excellence, command a presence, whether it's through a screen or in a room, and they're resilient. So take that time again to self-reflect, self see if these qualities apply to you, and then utilize them to show off in an interview. You know, there are some things out there that we cannot teach, right? And I think having a good attitude and being a team player are, are a few of those things. Um, being open to constructive feedback, showing a willingness to learn and volunteer for new tasks um, and being able to prioritize so you're able to meet deadlines. That's what separates good from the great. All right, so getting noticed, how do I stand out? First and foremost, you have to get out there. Attend those career fairs. Um, put your camera on so people can see your faces. Um, right now, we're still navigating that virtual world, right? So it means a lot to recruiters when we can see your face and have open dialogue and you're ready with questions and eager to learn. Um, it goes a long way. It really makes you memorable. Um, don't be afraid to approach recruiters. Again, at the career fair and when you're in the job search looking for your internship or, or, future, or future job, um, don't be afraid to approach us, ask questions, um, you know, ask them what makes a successful candidate and hire. Be more than your resume, be yourself. Um, you are more than just a piece of paper. Use referrals to spark conversation. I know sometimes people might think that that could be awkward, like name dropping who you know if you know someone who works for a company. It is not. Do so in a very humble way. Um, but referrals do go a long way. So if you have friends or peers um, or past mentors that work for a company, don't hesitate to talk about your relationship with them and how you found out about that company. Be aware of nonverbal communication. Um, so with that in a virtual world, um, you know, making sure you're sitting up straight, you're dressed professionally, you're smiling, um, you're aware of your background. I think virtual backgrounds are great because it eliminates any distraction. Um, you know, recruiters like looking in your room behind you or, you know, things like that. So try to have a, a professional background, whether a blank wall um, or a virtual background um, and be positive. 
Um, be specific with examples to back up your resume. Storytelling and the power of storytelling and doing so concisely is so important. Um, and have your elevator speech and pitch ready um, and practiced. So more on how to stand out, recruiters are constantly on campus. So if you have 8,000 undergraduates on campus, but they are only looking for one person or the right person for that job, it's really quality versus quantity. Um, so resources for students, like I mentioned, leaning on your professors, leaning on alumni, student organization leaders, career services. There are so many great offerings um, to, get, to get help and I'll add some more tools to your tool belt. So professional networking, um, digital or online or face-to-face. -face. Um, right now, we're connecting a lot with candidates on email and LinkedIn. I have to say, thank you notes go a long way. So if you meet a recruiter, and even if you just send a quick message on LinkedIn, a quick thank you, or send an email, um, it definitely helps in getting you noticed. Um, and then face-to-face, -face, as we start going back in person, um, attend those group and events and kind of know and understand how to work a room and meet with multiple recruiters. All right, social media. Have to say, we do look. Keep it clean, keep it professional. If you question it, probably shouldn't post it. Employers do look at this. Um, so that's definitely something to you know refresh, go back, look at your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and just make sure it's all tidied up while you're in while you're doing and actively seeking out an internship or job. Google yourself. If you've never done that before, I suggest you do. Um, you might be surprised on like what photos come up that are pulled from your other social media platforms. Um, maybe even go private for a bit if you're if you're on public. Um, but if you want to learn more, I would follow the company as well on Instagram. Um, see what they're up to. It'll give you some really great insight of, of what our day to day looks like, what we're doing, and um, LinkedIn and professional details. Um, refresh update your LinkedIn accounts. Um, if you don't know where to start, um, check out someone that might be a mentor to you um, or maybe a recent graduate that just got a job that you're interested in. Go see what they have out there and what they have posted on their LinkedIn. Um, make sure you have a professional headshot on LinkedIn. Um, you could always use, a, use the portrait mode on your iPhones um, to do that with a blank uh, wall behind you. And then email signature updated with current position experience and a professional email name. So now's really the time to get rid of any of your old um, emails, um, make something professional, first and last name, um, and that is the best way to go. So pursuing a recruiter, scheduling one-on-one -on -one meetings. Um, you're more than a piece of paper. So if you can get that phone call or a Zoom or a coffee chat on campus in person, goes a really long way. Um, it allows you to learn about the position, um, what makes a successful candidate and hire, um, and asking them, when will you be on campus next? Do you have any other events? Um, follow up, like I mentioned, um, thank you notes go a long way. So whether you send, send it the same day or the day after, I wouldn't wait any longer than that. Um, that way, you know, they remember meeting you and it's fresh in their minds. Um, connect with them on LinkedIn. Um, name recognition is just so important. All right, 
these are some examples of how to build your network. Um, so these are just follow-up messages that, that we have had sent in the past. Um, so feel free to take a picture of this. Um, you can use it as your own template, but really easy way um, to send a follow-up if you just have one pre-typed, um, saved down, and all you have to do is make your edits based on who you talk to. And then a good point to make is just to make it short and sweet. All right, so doing your research. Um, as we said, you first wanna really get to know yourself better, see what it is you want, what you enjoy, what your passions and interests are. Um, and then that way, when you're looking at companies, you can see which companies align with those. So when you're doing research, are the is the company public versus private? Um, leadership, um, who's their CEO, who's their CMO, CFO? I would definitely know those names. Um, and what they stand for, uh, recent acquisitions and purchases. Um, you know, earlier this year, Gala was in the news. Um, it really means a lot when our, can our candidates know that. We had a major acquisition go through. Um, so we are now in the top seat for um, in the wine and spirits industry. Um, you wanna be kind of familiar with market trends, competition, um, and then interviewers, LinkedIn, past interaction, interaction with company employees. And pro tip, always have some questions in your back pocket. The elevator pitch. Um, so this probably would have came in handy today if any of you guys attended the career fair. But when you have those short 10 minutes with a recruiter, you want to make sure you are able to sell yourself in less than 30 seconds. When they say, tell me a little bit about yourself. I want to get to know you better. This is kind of like your 30 second commercial. Um, and you want to highlight your transferable skills that relate to the role you're applying for. So you can't do that unless you know a little bit about the company and the position that you're interested in. And that's why you're talking to that recruiter, right? So give a quick intro, um, talk about your involvement and your experience um, and your goals. What are you seeking? Are you seeking a full-time job, an internship, um, or maybe you're just wanting to learn more about the organization? If you start it off that way, it's really easy for the recruiter and saves a lot of time. So that way they're able to provide you with the most value that you can take away and practice. Don't be afraid to practice in the mirror. I do it all the time before I have a presentation, before I even meet with candidates, um, practicing things I want to say, questions I want to ask, um, and look good, feel good mentality. Dress professionally, be ready to impress. And just a few more tips, many skills, like I said earlier, they just can't be taught. So always have that positive attitude, those people skills, work ethic and persistence, self-motivation, um, connect what you did and what you learned. Um, work experience is not always key. So if you are a leader amongst your peers on campus, you're involved in student organizations, I would spell that out very clearly on your resume. Employers do look for that, sometimes more than they look for work experience. Um, keep it positive and light. Um, lean in with what you know and want to learn versus what you don't know. So a good example of that is, you know, I hear all the time, well, I don't have any experience in sales or I don't know anything about wine. A better way to phrase that is the wine industry is new to me, but I know it's an exciting industry. That gives it a more positive spin. 
So best practices, you always want to make sure you can control the controllable. So steps leading up to when you meet that recruiter, right? When you're going into that job search, you want to plan, um, schedule that informational interview with a recruiter, research different companies on Glassdoor, have a plan in mind, and then prepare. Edit your resume. Like I would create resumes depending on what jobs you're applying for. So if you're going to apply for some sales positions, I would tweak it a little bit. Make sure that one resume highlights any skills um, in sales. Um, and that applies to any other jobs as well. Ask for resume feedback from multiple sources. Reach out to your career service advisors. I'm sure they would love to glance over your resume and give you some helpful tips and tricks. Recruiters do that as well. Um, utilize your resources. Practice some mock interviews. I know a lot of campuses host these. I would attend. Get those nervous jitters out. If you haven't ever been in an interview before, really great practice. Um, and practice that elevator pitch, pitch too. And then perform. You want to make sure you're the most productive in those quick 10 minutes that you get with a recruiter. Um, and this will also help you build your network, set those goals, um, and practice making yourself the best candidate for the job when the company is hiring. We kind of went over this, but just watch those social media postings. Um, you know, these are some things that you don't want to do. You don't want to appear that you're not interested, dressing inappropriately, appearing arrogant. You want to be very humble in your achievements, um, appearing uninformed about the company or role. Um, so if you're scheduling time with a recruiter or you're sitting down with them at a career fair, make sure you show that you did a little bit of homework beforehand. Um, not providing specific examples. So the more specific you can be, the better. And always have those good questions prepared. And then email etiquette. It's really the little things that matter. So proofread your emails before you send them. Clear, concise, and direct to the point. Um, don't waste the reader's time with any fluff in there. Um, proofread, refrain from any acronyms and feelings, especially with senior leadership. Um, pro tip. Use delayed delivery. Um, it gives you the opportunity to add in any missed material or if something comes up really quickly and you realize you wanna add it. Um, so delayed delivery comes in handy. I usually have mine on five minutes. So after I press send, it sits in my outbox for five minutes before it fully sends to the recipient. Um, in your email signature, always include your university and position you are in your club or organization. And just a few tips on resumes. What makes up a resume? You wanna make sure you have your education. That should be at the top. Most important right now is your education. Um, work experience, internships, leadership roles, extracurricular activities, organizations, honoraries, interests, and awards. Um, but like I said, intern, uh, leadership goes a long way. So I would encourage all of you, if you aren't already involved, to get involved on campus. Student government, academic and professional clubs, debate team, um, student newspaper, Greek life athletics, you name it. Um, don't be afraid to try out multiple different leadership activities or experience before finding your niche. But step one is the heading. So here's an example of what a typical heading should look like. You want to have your full name, street address, email address, um, telephone, and your telephone number. You want to make sure you include your university, your graduation month and year, 
um, major or minor, GPA. Don't forget your GPA because recruiters will ask you um, and any study abroad experience. So here's an example below. And then step three, leadership. You wanna list all of your college organizations and work experience. I would leave out anything prior to college. High school is not relevant anymore. We wanna see what you did in the most recent timeframe. So those four years in college are the most important. Um, spell out what the main purpose of each organization that you've been in, responsibilities within the organization, if you held an exec position, um, committees served on, et cetera, and quantify as much as possible. Um, size of the organization or company, hours you worked a week, hours you practiced or played a week if you're an athlete, you wanna make sure that you can quantify everything. So good rule of thumb, every single bullet point, you should be able to quantify in some degree, whether you increase business by X percent or you held team meetings for X amount of people. Um, if you have held a leadership position, make sure you list the position and details of it. So when you were elected or appointed, how many people did you oversee? What were your responsibilities? If you managed a budget, what was it? Um, and if you increase something, so membership, budget, community, et cetera. So here are some examples of good and better resumes. Um, so as you can see on the left-hand side, um, this person was very involved. Alpha Beta Chi fraternity, pledge class president, finance chair, that's great. But as you can see in the bullet points, they're not able to quantify anything. So if you look to the right, you see for Alpha Beta Chi fraternity, it's a 200 person men's organization. That's a very large student organization. Um, pledge class president, he was elected pledge class. Um, they added how much money they spent on pledge class social and philanthropic causes. Um, so you wanna, you wanna add all that in. Increase budget surplus by 15% over the course of one year. Add in those quantifying details. Work experience um, should include where you have worked, when you worked there, and what responsibilities you had at each role. List the jobs and internships you've held in reverse um, chronological order with the most recent position first. Um, verb tense should be present tense for your current job and past tense for prior employment. And if you're not sure of employment dates, call to double check. All right, we can go over Q&A on all of that after. I'm happy to answer any questions on the job search um, and anything on resumes and networking. Um, but I would love to share with you guys our job opportunities really quickly. So this is our sales leadership development program. It's geared towards seniors and it's broken down into three phases. We have our sales representative role, our district manager role and multiple opportunities that open up in phase three. Um, this isn't just a job, this is a career path and we're really looking for the future leaders at ENJ Gallo Winery. So again, full-time, post-grad, um, broken down into three phases. Um, and you might be thinking, I don't have a background in sales. I'm not familiar with the wine and spirits industry. We have a multifaceted training program where we teach you everything you need to know about sales and about the wine and, uh, wine and spirits industry.
in the sales um, in the sales representative role, you work independently in a territory to problem solve, build those communication skills, business analysis, persuasion, negotiation, and learning how to sell a concept. Um, but more importantly, how to sell yourself. We believe that people buy from those that they like. Um, and this is just a glimpse into a day in the life. Um, you've probably seen some of these displays um, when you walk around your local grocery stores, um, but these are all sold in by our sales representatives and their creative concepts that they get to see come to life on store floors. One thing to note, 95% um, of our sales leaders are promoted from within. They're all merit-based promotions. We really do believe that hard work pays off training programs in every role, you get to continue to develop your skills, but the most common we see are positions into sales management. And then we have our sales internship program. This is for juniors. It's eight weeks paid and it's based out of Southern California. You just have to be 21 by the start of 2022, um, the summer of 2022, I'm sorry. Um, you get to experience a day in the life of sales professionals in competitive environments and really gain a glimpse into various different career paths and where sales can take you. It's a rotational sales opportunity. So you shadow sales reps, district managers, chain marketing managers, area managers, you name it. Um, but you see how sales operate within a large organization like Gallo. The business to business, face to face. And again, no cold calling. It's all in established accounts. Um, so really amazing opportunity. Um, how to apply, um, we still have some time for Irvine. So we have our internship that's posted on Handshake as well as our sales leadership development program also um, posted on Handshake. The application deadline is October 13th. And just wanna leave you all with this. Um, Ernest Gallo said it best himself, but we hire great people and then we invest in them, listen to them and create a culture and an environment for them to thrive. I added on our Instagram um, as well as my LinkedIn. So please feel free to connect, but thank you all for your time. I hope you took some value from this presentation, but I'd love to open up the floor for any questions. Hi Paige, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great, um, so I don't see any uh, questions coming in on the Q&A or the chat, um, but I do encourage any of you, if you do have any questions, um, to post it in the Q&A or chat. And then if I stop sharing, will it just show my face? Correct. Okay, perfect. Alrighty. Okay, so I do see that people are interested in seeing the resume workshop step two again. Um, let me see if I can pull that up really quickly. Was this step two that you guys were looking for? 
I'll leave it up on the screen. All right. Oh, and step one. So this is step one of the resume workshop with the heading. Um, yes, we do have opportunities for master's students. Um, so that would be our sales leadership development program, which is for like seniors and above. Um, I also want to note that if sales is not what you're looking for, we do have um, our website, Gallo Careers, um, where we have a bunch of different positions that are mostly located in, in Northern California at our headquarters in Modesto. Um, so take a look there as well. Um, but also our sales leadership development program is always a great start um, to getting to Modesto and to our headquarters as well, if that's um, like a long-term goal. Yeah, no problem. Another great question. Um, the question was when I'm looking at the candidate qualifications, I always feel I don't meet the requirement. How do I build up the confidence? Um, I think this really starts with the self-discovery part of what are your skills that you have? Like take the time to write them all down. What do you have experience in, leadership in? Write it all down, get it on paper, have it very thought out, kind of like you would on your resume. And then then think of how those skills can transfer over into what you're applying for. How can you speak on your experiences, um, what you've been involved in on campus that would make you qualified for that position? So many skills are transferable. Um, so I would, I would first start there. Look, look at what you're already good at, what your current skill set is. Um, and then if, if there's little gaps in there um, and you want to be more confident, see if there's seminars you can attend get some career coaching, lean on your professors and your career service advisors. Um, I would always schedule time with professors and I leaned a lot on my career services. Scheduling 10 minutes just to chat with them. I'm like, hey, I need help. These are what my current skills are. How can I make sure these transfer over to this job that I'm applying for? And I'm sure they can help you articulate that. Tips on how to build a good resume if we don't have a lot of work experience. I would think about what you can get involved in on campus. Um, so if you're solely focused on your education right now, that is okay, um, but see what you can get involved in. That shows leadership, that also shows grit. Um, so I would definitely start there. 
Um, like I said, work experience isn't always the most important. Sometimes it really is that leadership and student involvement um, that you have as well. Will there be another sales internship program opportunity at UCI after 2022? Yes, uh, we have them every summer. Um, so they only take place in the summer and, and, and the internship is just for juniors only, um, but there will be opportunities every um, summer. And I'm hoping I got all the questions. I've been kind of going back and forth from the chat and the Q&A. Any other questions I can help answer you guys? You can always use me as a resource, happy to help. Paige, um, just wondering if you did see, did you already answer the one? Sorry, I was having a little bit of technical difficulties, but the yeah. one that um, in the Q&A, what are leadership skills? Oh, yes. Okay. What are leadership skills? So in order to be a leader, you really have to have a vision, um, be inspiring, be able to inspire others. Um, you have to have strategic and critical thinking. Um, interpersonal communication skills, um, being authentic and very self-aware, um, open-mindedness and creativity, willingness to be flexible, um, a lot of different skills um, transfer over into a leader. But I would, when you think about it, I would think about who you personally view as a leader and the qualities that they embody. 
um, and how you can also embody those qualities. Um, that's ultimately what makes a good leader, but think about um, people that lead your student organizations on campus, um, on exec boards, leading student government. Um, those are all leaders amongst their peers. Um, so that's where I would start. All right, well, that looks like we hit all of the questions, um, but I wanted to make sure before we, we hit our time to, to say thank you so much, Paige, for joining us and presenting all of this information. Oops, spoke too soon. We got another one in the chat or in the Q&A. <laughs> okay. Do you have to be interested in the product when we apply for the job? No. Um, and I think sometimes people think like, you know, you are working for a wine and a spirits company, um, but we do have people that work for a company that don't drink and aren't interested in our products, but that's okay. I think it really boils down to, are you passionate about selling? And are you passionate about being a leader, regardless of what it is that you're selling? Because good salespeople um, and effective leaders um, are able to do that. So no, you, you don't have to be interested in the product, but I, I would have a passion in sales um, in, in being a leader. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no problem.